0: real nerds listeners once again it's an exciting interview from our time spent at denver comic-con 2013 enjoy uh welcome to real nerds denver I- comic-con Go I ahead. You laugh at my jokes, thank you. You're very <laughs> well. I think you're, you're funny. Very accepting. Yeah. We, we think you're funny. We're with extremely talented Ben Temple Smith. Thanks for coming on the show. That's a
1: very subjective statement. Thank you. No, no. Um,
0: you know, uh, how if how people you say
1: that stuff in front of me, that's disgraceful.
0: Uh, uh, well, when you leave, I'll say something else if yeah. that makes you feel better. Uh, I'm really not very confrontational, so I'll wait till you're gone, and then um, and then I'll say, "Can you believe what he said?"
1: It's very L.A. of you.
0: Thank you. Hey, I've never called LA before. Uh you you're well known. Well, you're smoggy. <laughs> it is. It is and not very clean. Um what do you think of Denver?
1: I like Denver quite a, quite a bit. Uh, I've only seen downtown. I know the rest of the main city is like very suburban and yeah. but the in uh, inner city bit with the big old buildings and the the downtown especially very lively, nice. I like it. Cool. The hotel really great. That's, not, that's really nice because I, I personally
2: vibe. built it, so I'm, I'm, I'm really glad to like <laughs> it. So
1: I don't know the true landscape of the city, but when I see it, it's great. Uh, I've seen the mountains in the distance. Denver's great, and you know, people are very friendly.
0: Very cool. Uh, your art style is very unique. Where did you learn to draw, and where what are your influences in your art style?
1: Um, I like children. Uh, burning children. Okay. <laughs> so I always, I always try to imagine when I draw uh, children screaming as they burn to death. It shows. Uh, that's why I do horror comics. But uh, I draw inspiration from um, primarily uh, people no one would know, so it's not, I'm not going to mention them because they're book illustrators from way back. Like they guys, are People they like, guys like Ralph Steadman. Ralph Steadman's Hunter S. Thompson's artist friend in crime when he was alive. So uh, Ashley Wood, Kent Williams, Paul Pope. Mike Mignola, comic people. All You're, sorts. And burning children. And burning children. I, I personally have to point out, I don't burn them myself. I merely watch.
0: Okay. I imagine them in my head. So, as long as you don't burn them yourself, you know, it's just all about oh, that. I wouldn't
1: the, burn myself. You think I'm a, you think I'm a weirdo?
0: <laughs> no, not at <laughs> all, sir. Not at all. Your your art style is so unique and so striking. Is Again, that,
1: subjective statement, but thank uh, <laughs> you. I'll appreciate that. Uh,
0: it, when... I mean your your vampires you draw are so scary. Um is that the burning childs in your head that make them scary know. or
1: uh, I drew those years ago the beginning of my career. Uh-huh. I don't know what was going through my head at that time. I was just happy to be doing a comic.
0: Is is that your first published work is uh, 30 no, days uh, No,
1: close to it. The first fully finished story in one volume that I had out. Yeah.
0: So what's your what was your first comic book do you remember that long ago or that
1: I did or that I read? Uh either or can't do that. Ask the specific question. Don't give me the options. Okay. that's uh, uh, a completely what, different question in, the, in my head. What is the first like, well, comic you read? Yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: I love it on a... I don't know.
0: What was With the first the comic you read?
1: Uh, I don't remember.
0: What was the first comic you drew?
1: The, the first comic I have fond memories of reading is a Todd McFarlane issue of The Hulk. Incredible Hulk.
0: And what about it uh, stood out to you? The cool artwork. The cool artwork. <laughs>
1: I mean, there's no real secret. It's like, oh, geez, I like that.
0: No, yeah. There's no method behind it. It's just just stood out to you. No,
1: I thought Todd, Todd's work was great and dynamic and very not what I thought comics were.
2: But you were you were into art before you got into, or you were into comics before you got into art? Yeah. So I was like six. Right? No, no I didn't absolutely. have a
1: fine appreciation of fine art back then. So but I,
2: I think what's interesting is that. Uh, when, when I look at your art, I, I expect that you are somebody who made amazing art and somebody found you and said, like, you know, or, or you found comics somehow and said, like, oh, this would really work.
1: No, I'm because, just arrogant enough to do what I like to do. And yeah. if, uh, luckily enough, other people have liked it as well. I mean, I've mean, i never tried to tailor myself to be something. Yeah. I just know what I like. And Ashley Wood and my, my influences, various ones, I wanted to do things like that. And yeah. that's what spoke to me. It, so I went with that way. Walking by like, and seeing you do art at the booth where you're... I, I want to let you know, I cannot, I can barely hear you, just oh, so okay. you know. I have no clue what you're saying. It's,
2: it's really loud in this room. But I
1: do like sandwiches, yes. And you can be in, you can be in my next one. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I don't know I, what, would, I would love to be Yeah, off. well, I have no clue what you were saying.
2: Um, walking by your booth and seeing you do art right there where you're like... You're you stalking know, me? N- yeah, I, well, you know that. I've been bugging you all weekend, so you know I've been stalking you. Uh, watching you like you know take ink into a into a straw and get the bubbles and the blood and the stuff on there did you did you immediate, when you started doing art right away, did you know you wanted to like try different things and no. not and not do no. art the way you want no. way everybody else was no
1: no, I was so shy, my parents used to think I was autistic, yeah, so the whole doing comics and then going to conventions and seeing people liking my art and stuff has brought me out of my whole well I mean I came out as a teenager but it was but through art it's, it taught me how to interact with people I guess. Yeah. And then the whole performance art thing, it's really performance. It comes from doing live art things with, with guys like Jim Mafood. And like the fact that people like watching us do what we do. We don't get that normally. We sat in our bedrooms, you know? And it, But we get to be rock stars almost, sort of, in a way. Oh Because musicians, the allure of musicians is you watch them on stage. And it, it and they shows. Have an aura.
2: It shows because everybody else, when you, you stand and watch them at their booth, like the what what's wowing you is the final product. You know, you, you look one? at the final product when they're finally done with the art, and you're looking at it, and you're like, "Oh man, that guy is so amazing! Look at what he drew." You watch you work, and obviously the final product is amazing too. But watching you work, it's like there is there's so much more. It almost looks like there is way more effort going into it and more creativity because you can um, watch it happen. I figured
1: out a few cheap tricks that are that are fun to watch. Yeah, but I I, w- I would do them anyway in my art, but I can, you know, ha- what do you? Well, I don't know what the phrase is. You ham it up, yeah, for the public. Yeah, right. Because most people would have no clue that that's what I do. So
2: that's, yeah, that's true. Because you you look very nice. You don't look gothy or anything. You look you look. I'm dapper. not a goth. No, I, I used to
1: kind of be a goth. Oh yeah, but I, I wear a suit because it's a respect to the fans and to the people that come and see me at a convention well, and spend money and get me to sign books they spent money on. Uh, at least kind of- I can do. What kind of books are you into reading now? Say what? What kind of books are you into reading now? What kinds of penetration do I like in my. What? <laughs> he, he used to be shy, but now he's
2: really good at making me put my own foot in my mouth.
1: I like uh, Prophet. Yeah. That's one of my books I read right now. And I like Batman. Uh, the actual Batman. Greg Capullo's Batman. So Yeah. It's funny. I, have, I don't get to read many comics right now. I'm so busy. Yeah.
2: Uh, I feel like. Um, You've gotten. What do you
1: feel like? I don't know. What do you feel? like?
2: <laughs> ben, it's the end of the weekend. It just be be nice to me. Um, <laughs> this boy, is me please. being nice to you, please, ben. just so you know. Uh, you do so much horror work, and yet, I when I look through the uh, the the stuff that you've got there that you're selling, there's you know Ninja Turtles, and I I bought a piece of Doctor Who from you. Is there anything you would Oh. oh. No, I don't know. I do any...
1: a bit of everything that I've been involved with. Oh yeah, yeah. I uh, did so. I've done Doctor Who. Yeah. No, it's I, still my Doctor Who. It's my version of Doctor Who. Everything I do has a darkness to it yeah. or an ambiance. It's yeah. just me. Is there anything out there that you I've done haven't Doctor gotten Who. You know that right? do. Yeah, I drew no, Doctor Who do. do. comics. I know.
2: I do. I'm a big Doctor Who so fan. I I am
1: more eclectic than just horror, but I mean, yeah. it still has a horror bent. Everything
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but is there anything out there that you would really love to do that you haven't gotten a chance to do? Is there, like, a superhero that you would love to just make them no, just kill everybody in their family? I'm mostly and... beyond
1: that now. I just want to do my own thing. Yeah. Batman's always fine. I did that now. So yeah. I, I, a true creative person should not have an ambition, ultimately, to do other people's stuff. Hmm. I mean, it's fine as, a, as, a, as an aside, but I'm, done, I'm kind of mostly done with that. I just want to work on my own things and yeah. tell my own stories and, and work with interesting, great people. So,
0: so are you also uh, writing as well? That's as what I'm
1: wanting to get back to now.
0: Yeah, uh, wh- wh- I'm known as an artist, but I do write. What uh, Myself. As a writer, what interests you? To t- what t- stories are you interested in telling as a writer?
1: I have no freaking clue. Because <laughs> whatever speaks to me at the time, I like, I like character interaction of a certain kind. I couldn't tell you. I just have ideas in my head I know I want to do could not tell you why if I could tell you why I'd probably be able to go there and get even better <laughs> ideas oh, that's why I do that or, oh yeah
0: so yeah. do you since uh, you have a hard time doing that do you write a lot of your ideas down and then maybe go back and flesh them out is that a yeah, process or is it just constantly no, writing and
1: try to come up with concepts that work and then flesh them out with characters and yeah
0: so what's dark to you though is it just horror or dark is it dark to
1: me is burning children yeah for pleasure I don't know <laughs> Again, I do not burn them myself.
0: <laughs> Just watch them burn. Just watch them burn. Yeah.
1: Well, if you've ever read any of my comics, you know, I, I, I go pretty pretty hardcore. Oh, yeah. yeah. But oh, I, yeah. I, I make it a comedy type thing anyway, so. The point masturbating to a, to a pedophile's magazine, it's pretty horrific, really. It's pretty
0: hardcore, but it's kind of
1: funny. Because <laughs> you know it's true. Kind of. Yeah, absolutely. In so- a way.
0: It is just the horror and the, and the the blood, is that scary to you too? And Burning Children? Or is there something subconsciously that... Not much is scary to me. No?
1: The only thing that's truly scary to me is man's inhumanity to man. Schindler's List is the best horror film huh. that's been made in a long time. True horror, real ho- normal horror, the horror you're talking about, is not really horror. No. It's tropes. And it's people who want to be titillated and, and frightened fakely. And they know it's fake. Mm-hmm. You watch um, nuclear holocaust films like The Day After Tomorrow or the much more mature version called Threads, which was the UK version in the 1980s, or Schindler's List or something about reality or that can happen, did happen, whatever. That's real horror. And that shakes people to their core. Most people don't like that. Most people like their little little happy little lives. And they go outside, oh, let's see a slasher flick.
2: They, they they like for the you things know, that scare them to be something that they, they can they, put in a all box Because you
1: know, some guy's not going to be, except in China, you know, stabbing fifty people at once before he gets stopped and like goes into the woods, and never comes back. Like that shit doesn't really normally happen. A nuclear holocaust probably might maybe, or uh, you know, Nazis.
0: Well, we're ho- I hope I'm done. We're done with That's the Nazis. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, no, 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 we're not done with the Nazis. <laughs> they're still out there burning children.
1: No. Uh I want to ask you. I, I you know, know if they y- did burn children; they'd be so much more socially acceptable now. <laughs> um, well, they did do good ovens. Oh, <laughs> uh, you can edit that. <laughs> well, we're talking about cooking and burning. <laughs> yes.
2: And
1: the <laughs> I, uh, no, they didn't. They, well, they didn't make good ovens. Obviously.
2: No. I, I know that this is <laughs> the question. Hey, I'm you, not a.
1: I hate Nazis. My favourite computer games are where you give a Nazi a headshot. Bam. Absolutely. Lots of Wolfenstein. Just so you know. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I just make horrible jokes. Again, these are in my comics. <laughs>
2: which, which unfortunately <laughs> has gone away in, in video games. Now everybody's like shooting modern day stuff. I want it to I go back that. to World War II. I want to
1: go back and shoot the real bad yeah. guys. Yeah. I don't care about modern. Yeah. I mean, if you want to do the real modern, the people that have fought in Iraq and Afghanistan, have been a lot of them have real mental issues because of the horrible crap. But most of the games don't deal with the real horrible crap. Oh, yeah. And those people are still alive. Do, they re- do you really want to glorify... For entertainment purposes, the current day stuff. I mean, my yeah. grandpa's not going to play a game where he's shooting the Japanese in New Guinea, which is where he fought. Yeah, That might be, I don't know, I'll give him some time on that. He shouldn't be playing that. <laughs> but you get young soldiers now who do play the games. And I was like, that's got to be a mind fuck.
0: Yeah. Uh, I agree. I
1: don't know. I'm not a soldier, luckily. Yeah. I don't, I'm not brave enough, so... Basically, we have to
2: go back to 2002 where the History Channel showed nothing but stuff about Nazis and when you played video games, that, you shot that's Nazis. That's such a rich
1: period and it was such an, an easy uh, black and white war, really. Yeah. Even though America joined very late because they didn't want to fight. But. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa.
2: We thought you guys had it under control. I mean, yeah. Hey,
1: America saved Australia. We said fuck off to Britain. Sorry about my language.
2: <laughs> no, it's all right.
1: Because <laughs> they internet. weren't projecting us from the Japanese and then you guys had Pearl Harbor. And I'm like, yay! Huh. And America became our best ally, and we're still to this day very good allies.
0: Yeah, we are. My father told the story. And we fought the
1: Japanese. We we fought them back.
0: When my father was in the navy, and he went to Australia, they all bought him drinks because of uh, what we did over there.
1: Oh, good. Yeah. So well, he yeah. in the navy. I mean, not from World War II.
0: No, he, he was uh, right after Vietnam, but it was still like fresh well, in their minds. We had the
1: same history with you guys with Vietnam. We were there. Yeah. Canada wasn't. Britain wasn't. We, were, we We had the same draft. All that horrible stuff. So.
0: Bummer. Yeah, I we mean, love
1: America. Oh, we yeah. love no, Australia. No, no. We, we have no. a very shared history in a way. I mean, we'll disagree with you on foreign policy sometimes. That's we, not we about you as an American. Ourselves. No. Yeah. yeah. So
2: we disagree with ourselves on foreign policy <laughs> all the time. So it's okay. I don't know how we got
1: talking about this, but thank you. No.
2: I, I no, Yeah. This is the best part of the interview so far. I feel like I have an ha- myself. I have for to a make while. up
1: for my Nazi uh, oven joke. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we have
2: to have a serious conversation about how we don't like Nazis. Uh, in a few minutes, we'll talk about how much we really love children.
1: <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I, well, they Ryan taste so good. What yeah. <laughs> well, I do talk about eating babies,
0: so um, yeah. Well, you know, uh,
2: so I, I hate to <laughs> I hate to ask you the question you get asked the most, and I but I, and I kind of know the answer. Uh, and don't give me that look. Hey, uh, when are, are you ever going to make another fell?
0: <laughs> you are, he you wasn't listening that? to you, sir. He says he you, you well, I answer
1: this question fifty times every convention. I know. That's why I, I you, saved it all day. Your, I'm going to give you a one-phrase answer, and then you're going to be quiet. Okay. It's not dead. It's just frozen, like John Wayne. We're going to thaw it out one day, and it'll come back. Cool.
2: Very cool. All right. That's it. It's done. It's done. Does that help? Yeah. No, it does. It does. Now, but now everyone. That's what my mailing list is
1: for. I'll tell people when Phil comes back yeah it's a long arduous process it involves me and warren both getting our asses into gear so. yeah
2: you got to just get a banner at, at, at your booth that says like fell will return
1: i'll just have a statement that's yeah at yeah. the front of my table
2: it's just a, just a brochure every time somebody asks you the question hand them a brochure and send them on their way
1: yeah it's, it's a tribute to how good it was apparently yeah that people still ask so yeah cool thank you for your horribly fantastic no Thank you for your fantastic taste and horrible art. <laughs> I got it wrong almost.
0: Never. What are you working on right now besides fan art at Denver Comic Con?
1: Fan art? <laughs> or you mean uh, art, art for fans? Art for fans, that's what I meant. There's a little bit of a difference there. Yeah, yeah you're a
0: professional, I'm sorry.
1: No, well, I, I do fan art, I've done fan art. Um, doing a book with Image and JMS uh, called uh, Ten Grand. It's going really well so far, apparently.
0: Very cool. Really well. And can you tell us what it's about, or is it under wraps?
1: I hate it when people... I hate it. I hate it. I hate, when people ask uh, an artist what a, what a book is about that someone else has written, yeah. I, was like, I, I can never explain it the way they do.
0: Well, how does all your right. art look in it? So
1: for me... <laughs> yeah, no, you see? Because I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not the writer, so sure. that's not my job. Um, right. I don't pretend to be able to explain it the way he does. Because sure. he's a writer. He knows, He knows the story in his head that he wants to tell. So he can tell you all. For me... I would say it is the closest thing to a love story I'll ever do Ooh. but it's got heavy shades of uh, heaven and hell and supernatural elements horror obviously uh, it's a lot like um, it fills a bit of the gap that Hellblazer left when it decided to uh, become PlaySchool or whatever I know Ray Fox; he's going to hate me for that <laughs> no I, um, I think
2: you just sold it very well We
1: well, you know Hellblazer Hellblazer's not a book anymore right he's just a character in another thing yeah, yeah. yeah. but it, this is sold like three or four times as much as Hellblazer ever did for the long time so but apparently it's a lot like Hellblazer with magic and a cool dude who knows shit about things heaven hell blah 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 cool. uh,
0: what's the process you go through designing characters do you a lot constantly- of heroin. A lot of a lot heroin. heroin? <laughs> so uh, so when you're done with the heroine and um, sketching then or you go drone, to crack then you go to crack is it just that- wakes
1: me up That's is that cool. how you
0: finish the book then or uh-
1: yeah oh, I finish, usually finish with meth <laughs> I don't know. What were you actually asking?
0: Uh, just uh, what's your uh, character design? Are you do you get the ideas from the writers, and they give you a little hint to it, or do you just draw ask, them and say, "Is this you're okay?" It's
1: an extremely broad thing, and it varies people by people. But I come up with the visuals. I mean, they can say, "Well, I want It's a redheaded, heavyset guy. I'm like, okay, what does that mean? It means whatever that is, and I do my version of that. I couldn't tell you how ideas work.
0: It gotcha. kind of gets
1: more. It's very specific to very specific things. So, it really depends on what it is. I don't know. Plus, I'm tired, so I can't give you... <laughs> no, I, I, I could give you a fluff answer to that, but like, I'll just tell you just straight. It's like, it really depends on the project, and every, everything is different. Every time I create something, it's, a, it's my baby, and it's a new baby, and you don't love it more or less than the last one. Well, you kind of do. <laughs> you always, your favorite thing is usually the thing you're working on currently, so.
2: Are there any lessons that you learned uh, yes. doing art
1: as long as you have no. pretty
2: yes. late into the game that you no. wish you had known early on? Yes. And what were they?
1: Oh, okay, that's ah! a silly question. <laughs> uh, I wish I'd learned to ink earlier. Mm. Uh, I wish I'd learned how to read a contract a bit better earlier. Oh. I wish I'd learned what um, reversion rights were earlier. All sorts of useful things that people should learn from other people's mistakes. But no one. there's no guidebook to Doing things and creating things, so you learn the hard way or through experience. So I'm not a bit of annoyed person. I just, if you make, if you don't learn from a mistake, then it really is a mistake, and you deserve to make it over and over again. But it's not a mistake if you learn from it. So everything I've done has got me to where I am now, so I can't complain.
2: There's
1: a lot of things, and you just talk about art, but the whole thing's a business, and I'm very into the business side of it because if if you're not, we're. every comic book artist out there is sort of like a a small business person and if they're not then they're not going to succeed very well if your goal is to just sit there and draw a lot and then get paid a lot of money well marvel and dc are probably pretty good at that because all you do is sit there and draw what they tell you and it's a big corporation and that's great and that's a livelihood for a lot of people but a lot of the smaller guys we create our own new books we have to market them we have to like do maybe printing or smaller publishers and what their deals are and all sorts of stuff and then there's other media rights all that so it gets really co- and then there's conventions and that's a whole nother thing so i mean you can sell yourself really well at a convention or you can just turn up and sit at a blank table and draw there's so many different aspects and ways you can do things so i like the other side of it i like having a thinking about oh what would a fan like what can i give them what can i how can i make some money but how do I enrich their experience, and not like be some sort of huckster dickhead, which there's a few. Yeah. So you know all of that stuff. Blah blah blah. Cool. That was a completely different answer to it. Completely. No, no, no. But
2: I think that, that was, was the answer great. to like four questions ago. I think that was the thing I was always trying to get at. I it just like ramble. What is it that sets you apart? And I think that's it. Because um, not everybody has that mentality when they when they approach no, I, their I, art or their fans.
1: Most artists don't have that mentality because they're artists. Mm. And I'm. I'm not saying I'm good at it, but, or, or at art, <laughs> but I try to think at least think, be aware of it. Yeah. See, so like, a lot of artists have banners now, but you get artists who still don't even have a banner to even let people know where they are or who they are. Mm. Like, It's a psychology thing, and I get off on that, I guess.
2: Yeah. It's, uh, it's something that we learned, because we've only been doing this for two years, and we came last year and had pretty much the exact same booth. You
1: look older than two years.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, about three, but, you know... Um, it's something that we learned about selling ourselves because we spent a lot of money on the booth and and getting people just yeah, to very notice. Very nice booth, very nice. Uh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Not, the you're only reason screen. I, I like only reason screen. I'm interviewing you is because I wanted you to compliment me. It's, it means yeah, um, but the uh, it, it it does a lot just to get people to notice that you're there. Um, I mean, obviously you walk by your booth and it's it's great. I mean, there's enough of a thing there where yeah, people. But a lot are, of be- I have an
1: established audience as well. Yeah, exactly. But I'm still trying to get new people like. So I have art that's nothing to do with what I do. Right. So I do like Hunter S. Thompson and Lovecraft prints of like their, their portraits and stuff. Like stuff that there's, if you walk by, you go, oh, that, that could be cool. Yeah. And they've never heard of you before, but they'll still like want to explore what you've got. Exactly. It's like an entrance thing. You want to promote yourself.
2: Right.
1: So why I do cons too. Cool. You guys have a nice booth, but you're in a different market too. So. Right. Yeah.
0: Right on. Anything else you want to say to us before you go? Wiffle, Wiffle. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, thanks for stopping by, sir. We yeah, really appreciate thank you it. You so much. Thank he- you for
1: letting me ramble. Oh no, and no, no. horrible. You, you know Those what? Are the good parts.
0: You can stay. We, we'll let you ramble as long as you want. You're more uh, than welcome so to. I
1: have to go back and draw one last drawing. Yeah, no, and you're doing a great job. I, I know you like do. to ramble.
0: I, I know you don't like the compliments, but you're doing a great job. I love your art. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you sir. Thank you for listening to the interviews we conducted at Denver Comic Con 2013. This has been a Nebulous Visions production. Thanks for listening. Bye.